In this bulletin, the federal government says 80 people have been released from indefinite immigration detention. Optus CEO to front Senate inquiry into nationwide outage. And in rugby union, Melbourne enlist an AFL premiership sports psychologist to address Super League woes. With the latest from the SBS newsroom, I'm Sam Dover. The federal government says 80 people have been released from immigration detention after the High Court found indefinite detention was unlawful. Immigration Minister Andrew Giles has revealed the government was prepared for Wednesday's decision and dozens of people on appropriate visa conditions have already been released. The reversal of a two-decade-old decision was delivered in the case of a Rohingya man from Myanmar who faced the prospect of detention for life because no country would resettle him due to a criminal conviction for child sex abuse. At the time of the decision, there were more than 90 detainees in a similar situation to the plaintiff and another 340 in long-term detention. The opposition's immigration spokesman, Dan Tian, says the government needs to say more about the people who have been released so far. The public needs to know and the public wants to know what is the government doing to keep them safe? What, what are the, the character grounds that these people were being held on? What are they doing to liaise with state and territory police? Minister Giles has told ABC Radio community safety is the government's priority and those released would be required to regularly report to Australian Federal Police, Border Force and any other relevant bodies. And in the Middle East, Hamas officials have rejected claims from the Israeli military that they refused 300 litres of fuel from Israel intended for use at the struggling Al-Shifa hospital. In a statement, Hamas says they are not associated with the Al-Shifa hospital management, which they claim is operated by the Palestinian Health Ministry, a division of the West Bank-based Palestinian Authority, one of Hamas's political rivals. This comes as the Al-Shifa and Al-Quds hospitals in northern Gaza have closed to new patients, with staff saying Israeli bombardment and a lack of fuel and medicine mean some of the thousands that are already being treated may die. The Palestinian Red Crescent Society says Al-Quds is no longer functioning, and the World Health Organization says Al-Shifa is not functioning as a hospital anymore. Al-Shifa Hospital Director Mohammed Abu Salmiya has told Al Jazeera Israeli officials had reached out to him with an offer of 300 litres, but the supplies were in a dangerous area and fell far short of the 8,000 to 12,000 litres required to power the hospital every day. United States National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says the U.S. government is attempting to ensure tens of thousands of civilians sheltering in these hospitals are not caught in the crossfire. We do not want to see a firefight in a hospital where innocent people, helpless people, uh, people seeking medical care are caught in the crossfire. And back in Australia, a Senate inquiry will look into the Optus outage, which saw millions of customers across Australia unable to access phone and internet for several hours, with hearings beginning this week. Green Senator Sarah Hansen-Young, who will chair the inquiry after moving for it in Parliament following last week, says the company's CEO, Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin, will front the inquiry this Friday. 
More than 10 million Optus customers and businesses were affected last week when an outage prevented people from connecting to the internet or making or receiving calls, including landline calls to triple zero, taking more than 12 hours to resolve. Senator Hanson Young says the inquiry will seek to find out the cause of the outage and how to prevent future outages, as well as why Optus kept the government and customers in the dark on the day. Australians deserve better and they need to know that when they have to access their, their, banking, their bank, when they have to be able to call emergency, when they need to be able to do their business via their phone and internet, that they can trust that they have a reliable service. And in rugby union, Melbourne have enlisted an AFL premiership sports psychologist to address their Super Rugby Pacific shortcomings and help their Wallabies players deal with the fallout from their World Cup disappointment. Psychologist Andrew Watterson, who was part of the Melbourne Demons AFL flag success in 2021, has joined the Rebels to support players including Wallabies playmaker Carter Gordon and new signings such as Taniela Tupo. Coach Kevin Foote is hoping the Rebels can recover mentally from close games which proved costly to their finals hopes, while also supporting Wallabies players who are part of Australia's worst ever World Cup campaign. The Melbourne side have narrowly missed the Super Playoffs in a number of seasons, only participating in finals once in 2020 in a domestic format due to COVID-19 restrictions. I'm Sam Dover, and that is the latest from the SBS Newsroom. Music